Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It is the Morning Five for Tuesday, November 29th, 2022. And as always, it's brought to you by the Parian Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Parian Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. 26 days till Christmas. 26 days. I'm hyped. Let's go. It's a good thing, man. Yeah. Any Anytime you're, you're less than 30 is a good thing. Yeah, we're going to get our Christmas tree today, I believe. Um, we always go, folks, if you like uh, live Christmas trees, <clears throat> the Christmas tree farm out in Tallapoosa, I think it's just called Tallapoosa Christmas Tree Farm, it is the best around, hands down. And I've been to all of them, trust me. I'm a big, real Christmas tree guy, so I've been to most of the Christmas tree farms around here. The Tallapoosa Christmas Tree Farm is by far the best. They don't have the traditional Fraser furs which I know everybody loves. Um, so if you want that type of tree, they do not have that. Uh, but they do have a couple of different types of trees that are beautiful and they're big. Um, and it's usually just, it's, it's one family that runs it out there. Uh, so that, that's where we get our Christmas trees every single year from. Bryce, today is National Lemon Cream Pie Day. Ooh, let's go. Okay. I think I have had lemon. Is that close to a lemon meringue pie, I'm assuming? Uh, I'm sure. I, I would think so. When I think lemon cream pie, I think, it, I don't know. I don't think it's lemon meringue, but it's, yeah, lemon cream pie is all right. I wonder if it's close to lemon meringue. Maybe. I don't know. I'm a big fan of cream pies, though, so any type of flavor of that, um, I'm down for, honestly. I like, when I eat uh, treats like that, I like lemon and banana, for some reason. They're like my two favorite type of flavored treats, like when it comes to pies and stuff. Banana cream well, pies are just fantastic. Why am I not surprised that you're a big fan of cream pies? Like, yeah, big a, fan of cream pies. You know what? Uh, cream pies are good. They're not as good as like Huey Louie's chips and dip, but honestly, what is? It, they, I mean, that is the goat of all things, really. Um, so Huey Louie chips and dips, number one, any type of cream pie, number two, and our podcast obviously falls somewhere around three to five. Hawks fall last night to the 76ers, 104 to 101. That's three in a row, man. Jesus, dude. It's... It's honestly getting really tough to A, watch this team, and B, not call for Nate's head every time we don't adjust on offense every single game when the defense changes from the other team. It, yeah. It's it's maddening, man. It's absolutely maddening. Trey uh, went 18 points, 10 assists. He was one of four from three-point land. Um, yeah. This, what are we doing? Like, what is he doing? I don't know, man. The shot has not been falling so far this year, and you know it and it's that's not the only reason we are losing uh but it is a reason why we are losing so you know i think the bigger issue in my opinion besides uh trey's shot not falling the bigger issue is our inability to score in the fourth quarter that is the biggest issue right now in the hawks and i think that falls squarely on nate mcmillan's shoulders yeah 
DeJounte Murray, 17 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds. Uh, Clint Capella, 10 points and 16 rebounds. So, I mean, our our playmakers are doing well, but again, sure. it's coming down to the fact that our depth at on the bench is just dying, man. Like, there's yeah. nothing there. Yeah, that, that that's dying. And, and like I said, the offensive efficiency in the fourth quarter, oh, it, it's terrible. I mean, it is just complete crap. It's awful. Hawk shot 68% from the free throw line. Excuse me? 68%. What? what? My five and six team shoots better than that at free throws. Just terrible, dude. How, how the hell is that even possible in the NBA? I don't know. I don't, they went 15 for 22. 15 for 22. On the opposite side, the Sixers went 16 for 18. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, they missed two. Out of 18, they missed two. They shot almost 90%. We shot, we couldn't even hit 70%. Hawks had 20 team turnovers and turned the ball over on every fourth quarter possession or every fourth possession in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they had a they had twenty five percent. I think it was closer to like twenty eight percent turnover rate in the fourth quarter. I just, dude, I, they started running out of gas in the fourth quarter as well. Um, I, man, I I don't know. I, I've kind of defended Nate for a long time because I thought he he got a lot out of this roster and I thought he handled it well. But it seriously might be time to look for a new head coach, and I hate saying that because I feel like the Hawks have recycled head coaches you know, in the past five to six years. What, what would this be if our fourth head coach or third head coach, something like that in the past five or six years? Uh, uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I hate to start calling for Nate's head, but this this roster has started underperforming, man, and, and I think it is squarely on Nate's shoulders. The Hawks have had um, – they lost three games in a row in which they've held 16-11 – and 16-point leads and are 27th in the NBA in fourth-quarter defense. Oh, that's fantastic. Great. Awesome. Good news. Good news this morning Thirty teams. on a Monday. It's Tuesday. Yes. Yeah, uh, Tuesday. Whatever. It's so bad, I forgot what day it was. That's how bad it was. Yeah. Hey, I just got some uh, I just got some news coming down from the Twitter sphere Okay. That uh, that our good friend Mr. Casey Bass might be interested in. Now, this is just a rumor, folks. There is no solid evidence right now for it. I just saw this on Twitter. There is a rumor going around that UGA quarterback Brock Vandergriff is likely to transfer. Okay. To Georgia Southern. Really? Yes. Now, whether or not there is any validity to this rumor, I have no idea. So take this with a massive, massive grain of salt. Uh, but it is a rumor that is traveling around the Twittersverse. That's so, pretty. So, so what Twitter's yeah. metaverse is called Twitters, Twittersverse? Twittersphere. Twittersphere. There we go. I know we were going to get to it. So, yeah, Brock Vandergriff rumored to be uh, transferring to Georgia Southern. That'd be huge for them. Yeah, that'd be oh. massive. Yeah. Him, and, him with, um, oh, God, what's her name now? Steve Aoki. No, the, the head coach's name. Um, Kyle Flinderboss. He's from, he's from USC. Come on. Help me. Tim Hansful. You're so terrible. Why? I don't know. Pete Carroll? Why would I know this answer? I don't know who their head coach is. I know Casey Bass is screaming into his uh, into his radio right yep. now. 
If I could spell Georgia Southern, I could look up who the head coach was. He came from USC? Yes. Really? Yep. Oh, that's pretty cool. USC Let's fired see. their last coach before. Oh, Clay Hilton. Yes. Wow. I didn't know he was coaching down at Georgia Southern. That's Wow, that's pretty big. Good for them. <laughs> Speaking of college football, Billy, yeah. AP Top 10 came out this past weekend. Do you know who was number one? Uh, Georgia. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I don't I don't know how they ranked them number one. They've only been undefeated in the regular season for two straight years. Uh, undisputed number one. Undisputed number no. one. You know, I didn't look. And, oh, good. Here we go. <laughs> no, there weren't. What? They weren't the, the undisputed number one. Oh, yes, they yes, yes, they are. You know why? Because I said it. We have, we have morons and jackasses who don't watch college football who vote for other teams. It's, it's stupid. They I, are the undisputed, ultimate, no competition, number one team in the nation. Five it's, AP writers voted for somebody else. To be fair, one AP writer voted for Ohio State, and they're not a number one. I'm convinced these people that don't vote for Georgia's number one team in the nation haven't watched a single UGA game. I just, you know, it's possible. It, it angers me, man, because there's no way they do. There's no way you watch Michigan and you watch Georgia and you're like, yeah, Michigan's better than Georgia. No, they're not. Michigan might play a competitive game against Georgia, but Michigan's not better than Georgia. I, I've watched almost every single Michigan game and I've watched almost every single UGA game. And I can definitively tell you that UGA is better than Michigan. Nine times out of ten, UGA will win that matchup. Just like I said the past month that I think Michigan is a better team than Ohio State. And they proved that on Saturday, that Michigan was a better team than Ohio State. I watch a ton of Big Ten football. I can pretty much predict everything that's going to happen in the Big Ten because I watch a ton of their football games. So you anybody who voted... Very, very calmly. I'm very impressed. Yeah, well, if I didn't say it calmly, we would have an hour and a half podcast this morning about me going on a rant about Ryan Day being the new John Cooper. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't know who's voting for Michigan to be number one, but they're wrong. Uh, you know, that people say opinions can't be wrong. Well, that opinion is wrong. Uh, Georgia's number one team. Michigan number two. TCU, USC round out the top four. Bill, you got any issues with the top four? Nope. It seems right. Uh, TCU's undefeated. USC's got the one loss to one point by. A Utah team who's pretty daggum good, yeah. Um, and and they'll f- they'll face off against Utah this week. So, and outside of the top four, the next three: Ohio State, Alabama, Tennessee, five, six, seven. Got any the, issues there? No, and I think that's that's probably fair. Ohio State's got the one loss. Alabama and Tennessee both have two losses. That makes sense. Um, everywhere else was two losses. Like. It, isn't Clemson's Clemson's at two losses now, right? Uh, yes, Clemson is at two losses after their loss to South Carolina. Is it lost? South, Car- Dame, South right? Carolina just knocking out people left and right. Tennessee last week, Clemson this week. They beat the, the Gamecocks five, are doing it up there. They beat the number five team and the number eight team. Back you can say they're getting a bit cocky. They are getting a bit cocky. Yeah. You know that's their mascot name. I know. Oh no, it's not. Did you get it? Did, did you I, get the joke? I, yeah, I got you. I'm, I'm with you. It was a joke because their mascot's named Cocky. Yeah, I got you. And they won two big games. It's that's it, what you get here in the morning. Five, you, you get great puns you, early in the morning. You, Six a.m. Joke school. Right. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh, wrapping out the top ten is Penn State, Washington, and Clemson. Eight, nine, and ten. Any issues with those rankings, Billy? 
no, they're pretty much spot on what they need to be right now. So, yeah, I'm not sure why Ohio State's ranked inside the top 25, um, but that's just my personal opinion. Uh, AP top 10 kind of, you know what? It's weird. I saw uh, on FanDuel today. Do you know Ohio State still has the third best betting odds to make it into the college football playoffs? Really? <laughs> yeah, it, it's UGA. Obviously, uh, UGA's odds to get to the college football playoffs are like, like they're like two, two and five or something. They're, they're like a minus. They're like a minus. What was it? Eighteen hundred or something like that. Uh, Michigan, Michigan's around there. But yeah, Ohio State had the third best odds to make it in the college football playoffs. I am I missing something? No. Like I don't. How? College football playoff playoff rankings will come out tonight, and if everything holds true. My thinking is it's going to be a, a it, it should be Georgia, a team up north, um, TCU, and then USC. That's how it should be. Bingo, thousand percent. And if it's not, that is a disservice to USC and TCU. But here's the question, Bryce. Let's TCU is undefeated, right? Let's say that TCU yes. loses in their championship game. Does Ohio State come in? I would think so, yeah, because TCU's loss is worse than Ohio State's loss. Now, depending on Why? the type of loss, because they lost to a 9-3 and three Kansas State team, and Ohio State lost to an undefeated Michigan team. Okay, but they lost by three touchdowns at home. Right, and that's what I'm saying. If, if the Kansas State loss, if TCU loses to Kansas State in the conference championship by a field goal, then no, TCU should get in over Ohio State. But if Kansas State kills them, then then yes. I mean, you have to you have to also take into account that Kansas State is a worse team than Michigan, so the loss would be worse. But if it's if it's only by three points or hell even a touchdown, I think that loss is better. That's fair. Um, yeah, but it's it, the folks don't don't joke yourself. The college football playoff committee is not trying to put in the best four teams. They're not, and if you think they are, you're an idiot. Uh, they are putting in the four teams that are going to make the most revenue for the college football ding, playoff. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. And it's, I can guarantee you, they want Ohio State in over TCU. What they want to happen is they want UGA to win out. Actually, it doesn't matter what happens to UGA. UGA is in regardless. LSU's out. LSU could beat SEC. LSU could beat Georgia in the SEC championship. LSU's out. UGA's in. 1,000%. Yes. Michigan is going to beat Purdue. Uh, it's just that's just gonna happen they're in usc i'd be shocked if utah beat them it's hard to beat a good team twice and usc is a good team and they are back to national promise usc and utah beat them by one so yeah do you you don't think the revenge factor is there and and caleb williams is your heisman trophy winner he is playing phenomenally right now uh he's gonna end the season with over 40 touchdowns and 4,000 yards passing i mean that's that's heisman trophy no, there's no argument. So, so UGA, Michigan, and USC, in my mind, are in. And if it is a close race, if TCU loses to Kansas State in the conference championship, and it's TCU, Ohio State, folks, it, that's that's a no-brainer. That's a, that's a absolutely no-brainer right there for the college football playoffs. It doesn't matter who's better. It doesn't matter if TCU is better than Ohio State. It doesn't matter. Ohio State brings in more eye, eyeballs. They bring in more revenue. You're going to have a matchup between Ohio State and Georgia in and Michigan, Michigan, USC in the first round of the college football playoffs. 
Ohio State and Georgia in Atlanta. Billy, Ohio State, Georgia play. What's the over under? Or excuse me, excuse me. What's the line? Not over under. What's the line there? Georgia would be favored. Thousand percent, yeah. But I don't think by a lot. I would think by four. I'd take I'd take Georgia. I'd take Georgia if they were favored by two touchdowns. I think we lose worse to Georgia than we than we did to Michigan. Probably, but it, I I think the betting lines would they would think that Ohio State's offense would would stay on par. Yeah, we've seen that offense do amazing yeah. things the past month. Um, so yeah, it's it's all coming down to it. College football playoff uh, rankings come out tonight, and we'll talk about them tomorrow on the podcast. Yeah. All right, uh, Bryce mentioned this last night to me, and, and yeah, I think this is a good topic. So. There's a gentleman out there that mentioned that um, he thinks that there's only one undisputed goat in all of sports, and it's Wayne Gretzky. A goat among goats. And you can't argue. You really can't. Um, You know, I was trying to go through all the sports this morning, and we were sort of talking about it last night with Casey and Clay. I, I think he's right, man. I think there's only one actual undisputed goat in all of sports. Um, you think about NBA, you have LeBron and Michael, right? Not even that, man. People people think very, very highly of some of the old guard, like the older, older guard. Will, Michael. Bill Russell. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. Magic. Um, uh, Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. And then, and then from there, the next one you and I, I think, have the the same goat, but that's not a universal goat. The MLB. Who's your goat in the MLB? See, I don't have one. No, there's one answer, Billy. There's one answer. I have a disconnect button right here. There's one answer. Who's your goat in the MLB? The one answer has to be Babe. It has to. Oh, you suck! It's it's Hank. It's Hank. He's the greatest baseball player of all time. Yeah, and and Hank is phenomenal, and I love Hank to death. But that's the thing. Like, Abe is is on a different level. Yeah, not the same as Hank. Hank's <laughs> on the above level. I don't. I'm you know no. Don't no. Absolutely not. Hank Hank Aaron it bombs off of baseball players. Babe Ruth did it off of part-time baseball players that, that worked at the steel mill, you know, seven, eight, ten hours a day before the baseball games. Uh, NFL, who's your NFL goat? We talked about this last night, too. I mean, Brady has to be the goat, right? Uh, no, no. Uh, I don't consider quarterbacks football players anymore. They're not football players. <laughs> the new NFL, they're not football <laughs> players. So every single quarterback that started playing football in the past eight to ten years or, or has played football in the past eight to ten years automatically is out of the goat conversation for greatest football player of all time because they're not football players. Okay. So who's your goat? Mine's Barry Sanders. Greatest football player I've ever seen play. College and professional. Mine's Barry Sanders. Okay. Who's yours? Who you got? Are you going to stick with Brady, the quarterback, the non-football player? We're going non quarterback give me um 
Give me Lawrence Taylor. Okay. Well, that's a good shout. I never got to see him live. So, I, you know, I'll, I'll say Barry Sanders is my goat for people that I have seen play football live. Um, Lawrence, you know, scary. Yeah, that's that's what I, that's what I've been told. And I've watched replays of him. I've watched his stuff on YouTube, but I, I don't want to put, you know, I, I love football so much. I only want to put somebody in here that, I, that I've watched their games of and watched them live and, and know what they did. Uh, F1, it, it's Shumi and it's Lewis. You know, oh, they're tied right there. Allison, yeah. Yeah. And, and Senna's in there. Prost is in there. Um, Fangio's in there. NASCAR's Jimmy Johnson, Earnhardt, uh, Petty. You know, all three of those guys are up there boxing. You know, a lot of people who don't watch boxing anymore are going to say Mike Tyson is the GOAT or Rocky Marciano Ali. is is the GOAT. Um, but they're all wrong. It's Tyson Fury. So, you know, that's that's another one where they're going to argue MMA. You know, you could go Anderson Silva. Uh, you could go, um, oh, crap. Who's the dude that fought in oh, Russia for all those years? My mind is going blank. You get GSP from Canada. Um, and the, uh, no, no, nobody's going to argue Connor. Absolutely not. Um, crap. What's the dude? I don't remember the dude that fought in Canada for the last, the last King of Russia or whatever his name is. I forget his name. Um, golf. I mean, it's Tiger and Jack, right? It's Tiger for me, but you know, people would argue Jack has more, um, more majors. So, um, Uh, once again, like no goat, you know what I mean? Yeah tennis i mean you got you got nadal federer uh-huh. Djokovic. Yeah. yeah i mean you, get, you got a ton of people the, and then in soccer you got pele maradona messi beckenbauer cristiano ronaldo there's a ton of them so i you know we, gretzky is not only the goat in the nhl but he might be the goat among goats yeah he's he's kind of undisputed um, that's and that was kind of the the point of the TikTok. Um, but it was when you think of hockey, the and, the and this is the funny thing, you know, ninety nine's not like ninety nine should be retired across all of the NHL, and it's not, you know. But it, is it should not be retired. But it should be an unwritten rule that nobody uses it. That would be. Cool. I, don't, I don't think it's used, but I, I think it is kind of unwritten. But I, I don't think it. I think it should be retired. I mean, they retired Jordan's twenty three for a while. You know, across the NBA. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yep. And oh, it was retired league wide. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. For a little bit. Before. No, 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 no. Gretzky's. I, what? What? I didn't know this. Wayne Gretzky's number 99 was retired league-wide in 2000. I didn't think it was. Huh. I Dude, didn't know that. I, no, I, did, I didn't know that either. League-wide in 2000, 22 years ago. I didn't. I honest, Billy, I was on the same page as you. I thought it was just the Oilers and the Kings that retired it. Yeah, I didn't know it was oh. league-wide. No, no, wonder, no wonder nobody wears it. Because <laughs> I typed in. I was like, I was like nines. I was like, I think there's a couple players that wear nines. And I looked it up, and it was like, oh no, nobody wears nines. It was retired league wide. <laughs> uh, let's see, nine players have had their numbers retired uh, by two different NHL teams, and Gretzky is the only one that's had it league wide. Okay, 
I mean, that's that's why he is the goat of goats. That's why he is the undisputed number one goat. Yep. Yeah. I mean, who else? Who else? I'm trying to think of who else is so synonymous with their number? 42. Dale Earnhardt, number three. Forty-two. Forty-two. Yeah. Jackie. Yeah, for Jackie. Yeah. Uh, three for Babe and Earnhardt. Um, twenty-three for Michael. Yeah, twenty-three and Michael is kind of a big thing. Eight for Kobe. And 24, 24. Both of them. Yeah. But I, I think Babe, Babe number three, and Gretzky nines, and Jackie 42, probably the three most iconic numbers tied with a player. Brady TB12 tied with, tied with um, like I think it, if it's 99 for Gretzky, I think it's probably um, 42 for Jackie, and then 23 for Michael. Outside of that, and you know, if you get into other sports, obviously three is synonymous with Dale, but um, they're not going to get rid of the number three car. Um, they should. That's a whole nother argument that I've had on track. Talk. Thousand percent. But that's beside the point. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they're not going. To. They don't really retire. No, they don't really retire numbers in NASCAR, no. which is kind of weird. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Gretzky, the undisputed number one goat of all time in all sports. Yep. Billy, last night from the Marine South scoreboard, we had girls and boys high school high school basketball. Bremen at Piedmont. We don't have a score for either of those. Have you seen anything on either of those scores, Billy? No, I haven't. I'm curious okay. why not. Because normally I at least see it on social at one point. Yeah, I scoured the social media verse this morning to try to find uh, scores, and I couldn't. Uh, but Central Girls beat Rockmart 78-24. to 24. Holy crap, uh, Absolute beatdown. 54-point victory. Yeah. Uh, the Central scores actually brought to you by Incredible Pulp Lemonade. They were messaging me last night while we were having a little meeting, uh, and they were letting me know what the Central scores were. Central Boys beat Rockmart 54-33. to 33. So congratulations to the Central Boys. And Harrelson County beats Temple Boys 48 to 45. Nick Harness had 17 points. Jaden Ross had a three point had a had a game winning three pointer at the buzzer to put Harrelson County on top of Temple. So on the stumpy so game, Central beat yeah. Rockmart a total of 122 to 57. Bingo! Holy crap! Okay. Yeah, you could you could combine the girls and boys score from Rockmart, and they still wouldn't be higher than the girls score. <laughs> You're right. I think that I think that Central girls team is going to be sneaky good this year. I do too. Central Central boys team, from what I saw, is talented, but still needs someone to step up in that leader role that JoJo Bell and Brian Bain left. Uh, someone needs to step up in that role. Talented team, but I just don't know if it's all going to come together this year. I have faith in Coach uh, Kenny Edwards that he can put together a competitive squad. But I think that Central Girls team is going to be sneaky good in 4A. And congratulations uh, to the uh, Harrelson County boys for getting that that basically a walk off win. Uh, that that three that game winning three by Jaden Ross was huge for. for that's the, awesome. I'll have to see if I can find that on um on NFHS anywhere. Yeah. Uh, if I if I find it on NFHS, folks, I will post it on. We actually have a special little uh, preview uh, coming up on you. NFHS today. Uh, and Temple actually just got the score for the uh, Temple Harrelson County girls game. 
Temple scored 37, Harrelson County 31. So Temple comes away victorious in the girls game. Uh, I wonder how McKenna, McKenna did. did. Yeah, I'll have to text, uh, I'll have to text Corey and but listen, I'm, I'm going to need stats from the Temple Girls game because I know you're there <laughs> watching all four quarters. I'm going to need I'm going to need a statistical breakdown of every single Temple yep, game. That's right. All, on the Stump It game is an events calendar for tonight. There is a ton of stuff, folks. Get out and support these young athletes. And the girls basketball scene, Harrelson County at Bremen at six. Whoa, the easy, heard. easy. Harrelson County what? at Bowden. Who did I say? Bremen. Oh, I'm reading the Temple Bremen game because Temple's on my screen. Easy. Uh, Harrelson, Harrelson County at Bowden at six. LaGrange at Heard County at six. Gordon Central at Mount Zion at six. Villa Rica at South Paulding at six. And Temple at Bremen at six. These are all girls on basketball. The, yes, and all boys basketball. Harrelson County at Bowden at 730. LaGrange at Heard County at 730. Gordon Central at Mount Zion at 730. Villa Rica at South Paulding at 730. And Temple at at Bremen at 7.30. I want to say that Harrelson County Bowden game, I think that got moved. Okay. Yeah, I think it, I think the boys got moved, but I believe the girls are still happening. I might be wrong. Folks, once again, if you listened last year, you'll know kind of my adage. Before you go to the game, check GoFan. GoFan will always have the correct date, time, and everything. But I believe the boys' basketball for Bowden has been postponed until after they win a state championship so they can get all their basketball players from the football the reason, Might be wrong. And, and part of this, too, guys, is, like, we got we got all the schedules from, from all the basketball coaches, and we put it into our calendar. And sometimes games change just at, at whim, and they don't, they don't let us know immediately – and we, we're not able to tell you. So you just got So we're just going off of the original information. So just take that with a grain of salt. And the Harrelson County Bowden game is still on Max Preps, um, but I do not see it on GoFan. Uh, so that is that's sort of my that's sort of my go to. So I, I don't believe I don't believe that Bowden Harrelson County game is happening tonight i think they got moved until after bowden wins a state championship in football in two weeks uh and then speaking of playoff football flag football we have flag football playoffs tonight central versus clarkston and villarica versus tucker neither one of those games are at the home stadium uh central's game is at heritage katusa and villarica's heritage conyers I don't know. One of the two. I think it's Heritage uh, Conyers. Maybe. Have a different name. Listen, listen, uh, GHSA, if you're listening, and these schools have the same name as other schools you, in the entire you, state, make them change it. Easy. Come up. Come up. I don't I don't have to. I'm not going to be easy. I don't have to <laughs> answer to anybody. To hell with that. I'll say whatever I want to say. I don't have to answer to anybody. I don't have to have the approval for anybody to say what I want to say on my podcast. Uh, if, there is a, if there is a high school in Georgia... How about you have a, a unique name to your high school? Don't just come up with some name that everybody else has. Heritage. It's the laziest name. Something else. It's lazy. Come up with a unique name. Um, but it is Heritage Conyers. You're right. Well, what? What's that? About an hour and a half drive from here? Somewhere around there. I'm not sure what time those games are. And then Villarica is at Evans. Where's that at? Do you know where Evans is at? No, don't. Where's Evans High School? I don't either. I'd love to go to some of these games, but I just don't know. Let's see, Evans, 
Oh, Evan, don't worry, Billy. Evans High School is in Evans, Georgia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Does that help you any? No. Yeah, me either. Uh, Evans High School is almost three hours away. Ooh. Uh, almost in South Carolina. It's in Augusta. Uh, so maybe go to uh, Conyers a little bit closer. So Here's good luck to... Is, yes. Will the flag football championships be on the NFHS network? Uh, I would venture a guess and say yes. I can get that answer for you here momentarily, though. Um, Villarica upcoming. It doesn't look like the flag football games will be on the NFSH network. No, I do not That's see them nice. here. Yeah, that's a shame, man. This is a um, football. you know, I tweeted out, I tweeted out a picture. I tweeted out a picture yesterday. Of, it's kind of cool what the GHSA is doing with flag football. As much crap as I give the GHSA, uh, it, it is cool that they are giving flag football kind of their due for a dad that you know has a daughter that plays flag football. I think it's really neat that they're. I mean, they're they're treating flag football almost as good as they do real football, yeah. you know? And I, I think it's awesome, dude. I, I absolutely love it. I understand why some schools don't have flag football because they don't want to take away um, from their softball programs. I, I, I a thousand percent completely understand that. If if Heard County had flag football, they would win a state championship every single year. Uh, but instead they, <laughs> instead, they choose to win a state championship every year in softball. So I completely understand it. Um, but it's neat. Yeah, I love to see the love that flag football is getting uh, in the local high schools. You need another cup of coffee? Indeed, sir. Indeed. Another cup of coffee brought to you by realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Auburn hires, quote, the best fit, unquote, chooses Hugh Freeze as the next coach. Was he the best fit or was he just the only one that was available? Yeah, I I don't know if he's the best fit. I think it's a good I think it's a good hire. Um, I think Hugh Freeze going back to the SEC is not a bad thing. Um, I know he got a lot of heat for everything that happened. Um, but I think this is probably a good hire for Auburn. I think Auburn, the Auburn job is the most undesirable job in all of college football. I think that's false. Now I, I will, I'll raise you Georgia Tech. No, nobody expects Georgia Tech to be good though. Like but it's, it's undesirable because of the expectations, and uh, okay. I see. I think I think that's why Auburn is undesirable because everybody expects Auburn to be just as good, if not better, than Alabama. All the Auburn fans do. Nobody, no Georgia Tech fans expect Georgia Tech to be just as good, if not better, than Georgia. You haven't really met that many Georgia Tech fans, have you? To be fair, there's not many. Uh, Deion Sanders confirms he has been offered the Colorado job. I don't. Good for him. I, why would you take that? Job? I don't know. I, I that's horrible. I don't, know. I don't think he will. That doesn't that doesn't scream Deion okay, Sanders. You. To me. you know what I mean? Like I think he's gonna hold out for a job in Florida, somewhere in Florida. I don't know where in Florida, but I think somewhere in Florida, that's where he's gonna get his next coaching job. I, I like that, man. I think he could turn USF is not a bad spot. I, I know when it came out, people were kind of scoffing at it, and I'm like. U.S. That's fertile recruiting grounds down there. USF doesn't have bad facilities. Yeah, yeah I think he'd fit good down there. Uh, Michigan quarterback Cade McNamara enters the tra- transfer portal. Uh, kind of saw yeah. the writing on the wall here. <laughs> yeah, that right. was a uh, yeah. I mean, when JJ McCarthy threw for 
3,729 yards against Ohio State. That kind of solidified uh, no more no more Cade McNamara starting quarterback in uh, Ann Arbor. The Browns activate Deshaun Watson after his 11-game ban and then wave former Tennessee volunteer Joshua Dobbs. Do do you think you put him? Do you think you put Deshaun Watson right into that offense, or do you or do you try to like massage him in and ease him into the offense? Let's see what you did there. Which which? Let's see what you did there. <laughs> which which <laughs> one would you do? Would you stick it right in, or would you massage? No, him? I'm definitely pushing him in. Uh, yeah. Brett Favre <laughs> files a motion to dismiss the Mississippi lawsuit. <laughs> You're on one this morning. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh god, you get me choked up here. <laughs> Gotta get. Oh, that's a uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, Brett Favre, uh, human piece of crap, files motion to dismiss the Mississippi lawsuit. Apparently, taking money from poor people Brett is Favre. You know, that's fine in Brett Favre's book. Uh, this is also the dude that sends unsolicited pictures to female coworkers. Like, uh, dude, whatever you think of Brett Favre as a football player. It's fine. He was a great football player. It was fun to watch him slang it around up there in Green Bay. The dude is a world-class piece of crap. I mean, Brett Favre is a world-class piece of crap. You <laughs> uh, The Nebraska Cornhuskers introduced Matt Rule as their new coach. He gets a $74 million contract. <laughs> $74 million to suck. That's crazy. Nebraska is a black hole. Nobody's going to win How up there. How much did he get uh, from Carolina to walk away? Like thirty-four million, I think. I think he's getting thirty-four million from Carolina now. This is after the contract. I think he's getting thirty-four million from Carolina and seventy-four million from Nebraska. So, like between his between walking away from Carolina and signing with Nebraska, I believe they said on ninety-seven-one yesterday that it was over a hundred million dollars. Dear Lord, what a wizard! Does that guy want to come sell advertisement space for us? Might need to, man. He does. Yeah, I don't even think he has a winning record overall in college football. I think he's like right at 500. And finally, today in 1934, the Chicago Bears beat the Detroit Lions 19 to 16 in the first NFL game broadcast nationally. That's pretty cool. 1934. Wow, that's a long time ago. That the first game was broadcast nationally. I didn't think it was that long ago. Yeah. That's crazy. That's that's almost 100 years ago, man. Isn't that weird to think? Yeah, the 30s. Almost a hundred years ago. Yeah, that's, but then again, like, and I, I didn't think that. It, I'm closing in on forty, so it that still blows my mind. Jeez, nineteen. It's weird. Nineteen thirty is almost a hundred years ago, but I don't feel like Coach Jetmore is a hundred years old. Yeah. That's just you know, that's crazy. Absolutely not. You got anything else? Nah, man, I'm good. Let's get out of here on a Taco Tuesday. All right, that's it for the morning five for Tuesday, November 29th. Uh, y'all have a great rest of your day, and we will talk to you all tomorrow. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!